0: This is the Practical Homeopathy Podcast, episode number 94
1: with Joette Calabrese. This is Joette Calabrese and I'd like to welcome you to the Practical Homeopathy Podcast. Women and men worldwide are taking back control of their family's health and learning how to heal their bodies naturally, safely, and effectively. So, if you're hungry to learn more, you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as we give you the tools and the inspiration you need as I share my decades of experience and knowledge using this powerful medicine we call homeopathy.
0: This is Kate and I'm here with Joette and I want to welcome you back to the Practical Homeopathy Podcast. This is a bit of an impromptu podcast because Joette and I were just doing some work together and she thought of a subject that she really was passionate about and wanted to share with you listeners. And so Joette, why don't you get us started?
1: When you and I were just talking, I was recalling a story about one of my children and it was from many years ago and how I studied a specific medicine and the medicine was stramonium S-T-R-A-M-O-N-I-U-M stramonium and at the time when we needed this medicine for my son I was a novice in homeopathy but I knew enough that if I found the right medicine that it would abort the condition well this was the condition we used to borrow Uh, Movies from the library when my children were growing up. And we borrowed the movie Swiss Family Robinson. And I'm talking about the version from 1959. This was an old version. Great story, nice movie, great movie for kids. But my son was very young. He was about six, maybe, at the time. And he was very taken by the scene where the bad pirates were going to harm the family, the Swiss Family Robinson family and um, he wanted to watch it over and over again and he was obsessed almost by watching this one scene and I know what he was doing it's what children do and all of us for that matter was trying to process it I don't think it ever occurred to him that someone would try to hurt a family and he, of course was relating to the family probably greatly and so he wanted to watch it over and over again to make it clear in his mind it was something that he had never experienced and was trying to understand what was going on. Why would somebody want to hurt this family? And so with that, then when he would stop watching the movie, we borrowed it from the library for a week. When he finished watching the movie, he would play with his Lego guys and his Lego guys who were kind of peaceful creatures up until that point (laughs) became aggressive, very aggressive and killing the bad guys. I mean, Not just killing, but, you know, killing in really gory ways that I didn't even know he understood. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And his good guys were stabbing the bad guys. These Lego creatures were having wars constantly. And then he would go to bed that first night. He went to bed, and he had a a terrible nightmare. In fact, it wasn't a mirror. It was a terror. And we ran into his room because he was screaming and turned the light on, and he would not wake up. And that's what a night terror is. They are out of their mind with the images in their brains and they can't let it go and so it would take an awful lot for us to calm him down we'd had to have bright lights on he needed the bright lights in those days i used homeopathy classically and so i didn't know that there was a protocol for violent thoughts or severe angst from witnessing something that was violent All I knew was to repertorize. And so I repertorized in my book, and I found Stramonium. Now, I had many Materia Medica's at the time, and I certainly opened them up, but it wasn't until I totally delved into it. And I purchased a book titled Stramonium. It was just simply on the subject of Stramonium by Paul Herskew. And I read it from cover to cover. Meanwhile, it was night after night of this with my son suffering, not being able to sleep all of us not being able to sleep because of these night terrors. And when I finally convinced myself that stromonium was the medicine, I gave him a dose of stromonium 200C. Now, again, in those days, very classically thinking, I was thinking only one dose, maybe two doses over two days, maybe a third dose, but that was it. You don't give any more. And so that's what I did. I gave three doses over a 24-hour period, and it completely changed everything. He relaxed. He did not have the angst any longer his lego guys started to act more civilly <laughs> there was no more lego blood all over the living room floor did you give this ceremonium to the lego guys <laughs> no but i think that their master was in control and oh. he made sure that they didn't have these gory these battles and the night terrors melted away the very first night the day i gave it to him the first dose that night he didn't have one and this was consistent. He had been having these night terrors for, oh, I'm going to say by the time I got the book and read and felt comfortable doing all this, probably two weeks. So foolish of me not to just give it. But in those days, I was so worried about using 200 potency, which is not even a high potency. It's really medium. But that's the way I had learned homeopathies, that you should be very, very careful. So I always cautioned people to be careful, but not that careful. My gosh, he suffered for two whole weeks because I didn't have the confidence to give him the medicine. But when I did, it worked like magic, it melted the angst away, all of the violent thoughts in his head that he needed to try to settle down went away. So I gave him three doses over 24 hour period and that was the end of it, or I thought. Then about (laughs) six months later, we went back and he said, oh, I love this, let's get this, please mama, can we get this, so I got it again. Got the video again, he wanted it so badly it was really not a very violent movie at all. It was from 1959 or something. And I thought, well, he's safe now. He's got the Stremonium in case it happens. So I, we got it again. And we watched it. And three days later, after watching it over and over again over a period of three days, the symptoms returned. He started having the night terrors again. Um, his Lego guys got violent again with each other. <laughs> and so I reintroduced Stremonium. So it only goes to show that, Sometimes we need to reuse these medicines. As the symptoms return, we use them again. So I indeed used Dramonium 200C. I gave it to him three times in 24 hours, and it took it away again. We did not see it again, I'm going to say, for about a year. And then something came up, and it had nothing to do with the movie. Because the movie, in my mind, was, okay, enough with this movie. <laughs> You you'd have
0: had it. No more Swiss Family
1: Robins. Okay, no more Swiss Family Robins. Until you're older, maybe you've processed it enough. <laughs> um, something else came up, and I, oh, I remember what it was. It was Halloween, and we went to the library. And at the library counter, which was a very tall counter where you checked your books out, there was a very, very scary face on the front of the desk that was exactly at the height. Of my son. What were they thinking? <laughs> they were not. They were not thinking. It was so stupid. Somebody there, I don't know, they, did they not have children? Do they not realize? It was scary to me. So, I mean, not that I was frightened by it, but it was a very intense image. And it was exactly at his height. And it happened again. That night, we got home, we went to bed, woke up in the middle of the night, night terrors, gave the stromonium again. And from that time forward, we never saw it. And now he's a full adult, and I've never seen him need Stramonium again. So his Lego guys um, survived. (laughs) In fact, we still have all those Lego guys. We still have them. They didn't kill each other off or anything? No, 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 no. There was no more massacres, (laughs) and they made it, I guess, because they're made of plastic. (laughs) They're protected. And you also have used Stramonium for some of your pets. Yes, we also use Stramonium for Buster. Now, Buster was the home birth. (laughs) Home birth. (laughs) Because, yes, his mother, Dolly gave birth to her pups, as a matter of fact, in my office one early morning. And so he was born at home. And so, you know, we didn't get him from a home or uh, from a veterinarian or any place where he had already gotten vaccine. So at one point, we decided that he really ought to get a vaccine for rabies because we lived in the country. And he did a lot of running around roaming. And we were concerned, even though I don't believe, especially at that time, there was no incident of rabies for many, many years in the entire region of where we lived. And I did a lot of reading up on that and checking with vets, et cetera. And indeed, there had not been any cases of rabies. Nonetheless, because he did so much running around, if he had gotten bit by a rabid animal, we would never know that that's what had happened because it might not be severe enough for us to notice it so we got him the rabies vaccine and it was even a small amount he's not a very big dog he was only 18 pounds when he got that vaccine and he reacted very badly he has always been my husband's dog by his side at all times won't go anywhere without my husband etc but suddenly he became vicious angry wouldn't let me near my husband Now, Buster sleeps on the foot of the bed, and he wouldn't let me on the bed. Um, If he saw me walking towards my husband or even walking into the bedroom, he and my husband already were were ready for the evening, he would not let me in. And what I mean by that is he would snarl and become very vicious, something I'd never seen in him. And that anger and that response, we know that's a response to this vaccine. We see it all the time that this vaccine often causes a neurological response, and that's what stromonium is all about, is a neurological shock to the system, just like that movie was a shock to my son's system, and the angst that came from that. This vaccine is a shock to the dog's system, and this is how he reacted. So I gave him Stramonium in precisely the same way I had given it to my son, three times in 24 hours, and he calmed down. And that was not the end of it. I needed to repeat it a week later. It was not as severe. He was no longer snapping at me. And these are not little gentle um, cautionary snaps. These were, I think Buster would have done harm had I gotten too close to my husband during that time. And even with my husband's grabbing him and you know shaking him and saying no and stop it and you know keeping him off the bed and doing everything that you would normally do to a dog that would behave in that manner, it made no difference. Till we gave him stramonium 200C three times in 24 hours. And at that point, he calmed down. And then a week later, he needed it again because it was still, it got amped up again. So we basically, I think, as I recall, we used stramonium three times in 24 hours about every 10 days. That's my recollection. It was a long time ago. About every 10 days for about a month. And after that month, he became himself again. And that was the end of it. It's a very, powerful medicine for when we see a shock to the central nervous system, an injury to the central nervous system on some level, whether it's psychological or vaccine-induced or whatever it might be. It can also be for having witnessed atrocities, and the reaction is protection of the self or protection of the family through a violent sensation. So the dog was going to protect my husband at any cost, and my son was going to have his Lego guys protect the family at any cost. Powerful medicine. Very.
0: You know what this makes me think of is animals that end up in a shelter and end up being put
1: down because of their aggression.
0: Don't you just want to go and give them all stromonium
1: and see how it works? I think about it all the time. I know many people who have had to put their dogs down because they were attacking neighbors or attacking their own children. And it was a very nice dog, sweet dog, great dog, wonderful dog, but for this one little idiosyncrasy. And it turns out the dog wants to masticate everybody in sight.
0: (laughs) What about dogs wanting to go after certain other pets? You know how dogs
1: have an instinct to go after the chickens? That would be... Yeah, different- Buster Buster killed a chicken once, one of our chickens, yes. <laughs> Carried it around it all day. And we decided to just leave it in his mouth because if we took it away, he might go after another one. So we thought, oh, well, let's just leave it at that and let him get his fill. No, I think that's within a dog's instinct. I think that's what that is. I, I don't think that that is an aggression towards a family member. He didn't consider the chickens family members. We might have, but he didn't. They were his prey. What about if there's rage or... You see that acting out,
0: but you don't know that it's preceded by watching something violent
1: or, say, a rabies vaccine. What then, Joette? Good question. Many times we don't realize that our children have been at someone's house and they've watched a movie that was inappropriate, violence-wise. Or it could have been a very violent birth that this child had. Now, let's not overanalyze. I don't like to run down those rabbit holes. We want something that's somewhat substantiated. But sometimes we don't even need to know the etiology. We don't have to know that, oh my gosh, when he was at that friend's house six weeks ago, they watched movies. I wonder what they watched, and he's never been the same since. Or a Halloween costume that scared someone. Or witnessing an atrocity. I mean, we live in a very mild world here in the Western world. We don't witness atrocities. Other parts of the world, witness atrocities regularly. And so this is where we can do the best work without necessarily even knowing whether or not there was an atrocity witnessed. If we see someone acting in a very violent behavior, my go-to, and I teach this in my course, Mindful Homeopathy, and many other medicines, to use stramonium, and we often use it in a six, twice a day, or we use it in a 200 in the fashion that I used it. Now the Banerjee's use it in a 6 twice daily and I think that's often a better method to use especially when it comes to children but a 200 can also be utilized as I had used in my two situations from the past So you don't need a specific event that you know of how do we know what someone has gone through we may not know even if for the mother we may not realize that something was very hard on this child and now they're acting out in either violent words or their games that they're playing with their animals or their toys seems too violent, etc. Seems like it's out of character. What is going on? That's when we start thinking about Stramonium. However, having said this, I would not administer something like Stramonium without reading up on it. So if anyone ever wants to use this kind of a medicine, I urge people. I mean, I read and read and read and read before I administered it to my son. And I purchased that book, which I think is, Very intelligent way to know your medicines and utilize them properly.
0: And I think one of the keys, too, is to stop that medicine when they are very much better. Don't continue on. This is medicine, like we often say, right, Joette? You say that all the time.
1: These are not supplements where you say, oh, well, you know, this vitamin D or vitamins. where Oh, I'll just take that. My vitamin D levels are kind of low. I'll just throw it up and see if it sticks. No, no, no. This is medicine. And it is relatively safe. Nothing is perfectly safe. And remembering that this is medicine will give you the respect that this medicine is owed. So I wonder if you use aconite when that event occurs, like
0: your son. Maybe had he been given aconitum 200C after that
1: event, I wonder if it would have
0: yes. quashed that, and he would have. I think you're right. To the
1: yes, I think you're right. I think you're right. When I observed him. Watching that movie intently and scrolling ahead to get to that particular part, I knew there was something that had captured him. I didn't realize to what degree until that night when he had such a difficult time sleeping and had such horrible nightmares. Had I realized, Echinidum probably would have been a good choice. So think about people who have witnessed atrocities. Think about those who, who were around 9-11. Think about our servicemen and women what they see, what they've experienced. Just because my son, um, we used it within weeks of the time of the neurological onset. And for the dog within, I mean, I realized immediately with him, it was only a short time after he got the vaccine that this behavior began to appear. It can be years later that we finally recognize. Or it can be years later that it shows up. Now, it's more likely it's going to show up at the onset of the event. But it doesn't mean that years later you can't treat it. That's another incredible benefit of homeopathy, that you can treat something that should have been treated five years ago with a medicine at the present. This medicine is like a Mendelssohn symphony. It's elegant. It's polite. It's intelligent. It belongs in the hands of families. It doesn't slam us with a psychotropic drug. It doesn't slam us with Valium or something. Had I taken my son to a doctor for something like this, they probably would have given him something like a psychotropic drug. And now we think about what those synthetics can do to a young brain. Think of what it does to an adult brain, let alone a developing one. Whereas homeopathy gently touches because that stermonium was diluted 200 times to the 100th power, so it's very, very dilute, very gentle. It's polite. As I hope you know by now, on my blog, podcasts, and Facebook Live, I offer as many protocols for simple conditions as I can, for free, without affiliates or advertising. But let me be clear, when it comes to more complex conditions, it's key that you learn how to use these medicines properly. I want you to be well trained. So I save discussions of the more involved methods for my courses in which I walk students through each method with step-by-step training. I hope listening to this podcast has inspired you with the proper training you too can nurture and protect the health of your family and loved ones with practical homeopathy.
0: You just listened to a podcast from practicalhomeopathy.com where nationally certified homeopath, public speaker, and author Joette Calabrese shares her passion for helping families stay strong through homeopathy. Joette's podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Blueberry, Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening to this podcast with Joette Calabrese. To learn more and find out if homeopathy is a good fit for your health strategy, visit practicalhomeopathy.com.